This is the Mind Your Business podcast. So hello and welcome to the Mind Your Business podcast. My name's Matt Williams. I'm joined as ever by the amazing Alan Clark. And this week's episode is titled Getting Started. So what do we mean by that, Alan? Well, I think I think there's uh, two meanings to this. This could be our first ever podcast, and we're very, very excited about uh, getting started. So there's that element. And then in the space of business owners and entrepreneurs, we're just about into a new year of 2021, uh, and it's plain to getting started. What do we mean by entrepreneurs? What do we mean by entrepreneurial business owners? and really starting to get into what is possible in that space. So that's what I think we mean by getting started, Matt. Absolutely. I mean, we had a conversation the other day, and I was, I think 2021 is the year of the entrepreneur. Um, in my business, we're seeing a huge amount of potential new business owners, people that have got a bright, bright idea, they've left employment, they've been furloughed, they've spent their furlough time, deciding that they want to get out of the rat race, stop working for the man and start their own business. And um, yeah, I think the opportunity is there, right? The high street's struggling. There's going to be loads of empty shops available, empty pubs and restaurants and cafes. You know, all this pain that's there for the for existing businesses and the chain restaurants and the chain shops are going to are going to be opened up, ready for these independents. That's that's the way I see it going now. I think we're going to have a a high street full of independence again and how amazing would that be um, absolutely phenomenal you know i i read i know you read we do we listen we learn all the time you know i was hearing um a point of view a, a few weeks back talking about okay it was particularly related to covid but it was talking about the great reset and I, I think that plays exactly to what your point is i, I think this is a reset and, and therefore a space, a clearing for, for new businesses, new people to enter the stage that might typically never have thought about entrepreneurship or running a business and uh, may have been in organizations for years and years and years or employed. And suddenly there's a clearing for them to, to step forward and make a difference in the world. And, you know, absolutely high streets. How good would that be if they, if they were rammed with independent um, shops, retailers, businesses, um, all bringing high, high levels of service and diversity to the to the high street and to the communities? It's just it's just incredible the opportunity that's there. Absolutely, absolutely. And what's really, if you go down a high street, you know. If you went pre-lockdown, if you walk down the high street, it's full of the same things. It's charity shops, estate agents, chain, you know, Costas and Pretz and Prezos and Pizza Expresses, all the same sort of cookie cutter chain restaurant stores, all the same, no diversity. And whilst they're employing people and they're bringing money into the local economy, if you can replace those with independent cafes and um independent shops and you know, we, we're talking one of our clients is a dance studio that's moving from an, an old repurposed school that they're in now into what was a dorothy perkins shop in the town near us and they're taking on this big retail shop the front half is going to be a purpose-built dance studio the back half is going to be an independent gym 
think how much better for the community. All those mums, you know, we go and we drop my daughter off at ballet on a Saturday morning. We can then wander across to the independent cafe next door and have a coffee while daughter's in the ballets. You know, what it would bring is new people to the high street, people that wouldn't be in there normally because you don't go there to go to the estate agents or the charity shop. You don't, you're not going in there every day to do that. If we can get these businesses in there that are driving people in, it, it spreads it around. It's not just that shop, that shop or that business that will benefit. We need people to be coming into the high street to, be, to benefit the, all of the businesses there. So I think it's really exciting. Yeah, yeah. And I, I love the look. I, I love the... I always love our conversations, Matt, you know, and um, and here we go, we're, we're, we're launching, we're straight in. But, you know, there, there is something for me, philosophical even about this, um, that, that, that around the richness of tapestry of life, you know, how you're describing the high street and, and the diversity, it, it makes life more interesting. You know, that there's a richness a diversity that's accessible in how you describe that that's not actually there at the moment you know and my mind goes up just with the, the independent dance studio that that you drop your daughter off the ballet you go in there do some exercise connect and you're into some um sort of new coffee shop coffee experience you're catching up you're reading your book and, and life is different rather than it's all the same it's a standardized high street formula and um it's just not inspiring this new possibility is inspiring i think matt absolutely and let's so let's talk about these potential new business owners because that they've been inspired right mm-hmm. if you're going from employment particularly where everything all the back office is done for you all the marketing's done all the finances are done, all that stuff. And you've got a specific job and, you know, you could be at any level in a business, whether you've got people above you, people below you, there'll be other elements of that business that are, are being done for you by someone else. As soon as you become a business owner, the biggest hurdle I think that most brand new businesses have is that they are suddenly responsible for everything. All these things that they've never encountered before, um, dealing with, accountants, dealing with suppliers, dealing with marketeers, all of that, making sure your social media is right. That's the bit that is, is kind of fun for new, you know, we're, I'm a new business owner. It's mm-hmm. that's the fun bit, right? Getting your logo, right? Getting your branding done, sorting out your Facebook page. But it's also the bit that's daunting because it's something you've never had to do before. What if, what if I create a page, Facebook page and nobody gives me any likes, right? So you, I, I'm assuming you, you talk to a lot of business owners what's what would be your kind of advice to these people if you're setting up day one now and you're you've got all these worries what would you what would you be saying to them if you were coaching these people do you know i I, i'd say a lot of things matt um (laughs) i have i thrown you under the bus there Alan? no 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 (laughs) not at all not at all i'm 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 just you know I, i don't want to go on for the next two hours here but you know I'd, I'd, I'd lovingly put an arm around them, first of all, and, and, and reconnect with the truth that every single business that, and business owners that start has these feelings, you know? Um, a lot of these feelings, uh, especially the scary ones or the anxiety ones or the worrisome ones or even the overwhelmed ones, are usually about the future. 
uh, and, and creating a, a story for ourselves, a context, a scary movie of, of what may happen. And, and we end up terrifying ourselves from, from day one, you know. So for me to answer your question in a distinct manner, I think that one of the most useful things we can do is connect with our vision or, or even more granular, the change we want to bring. So the change we want to bring to the high street, the change we want to bring to this market, um, why we're doing what we're doing, the purpose, you know, reconnect with that at all times, so important. Why? Because that then allows us to get our time and our energy into that space, literally bringing that change into existence rather than worrying about, will anyone like my Facebook page or nobody's talking to me on LinkedIn, et cetera, et cetera. You know, business in many ways is logical. You know, business in many ways can be simple until we get in our own ways and add complexity, bring in some um, lower scary emotions. You know, it's, it's all that. But but no, you, you are going on a journey that every entrepreneur and every business owner has gone on before you and will continue. Um, and, and get clear on the service. Get, get clear on why you are doing what you're doing. The service, really work on that. Get better and better. Put your energies into that. To your point, I know, Matt, you read... Um, Lots of articles, you're in podcasts, YouTube videos. I, I saw one this morning, a TED Talk. That, that, you know, learn and get better and better and put your energy into your service. And that will start uh, building your business from day one and, and really not giving you enough time in many ways to think about the scary future that's made up anyway. I love that. I mean, we're, we've actually, we're going to do an entirely separate podcast on that scary movie concept. Um, but I think from my point of view, we talk to a lot of early stage businesses and your point that everyone's in the same boat is absolutely, everyone's been there before. Everyone's had to speak to an accountant for the first time. and not sure whether, you know, you don't want to ask the silly questions, but everyone asks those same questions, right? And they're not silly questions because you might be the best plumber in the world. But if you've only been a plumber, working as an employee, then all of that's out the window when you're starting to talk about whether you have a limited company or a partnership and how does corporation tax work and when do I register for VAT and all those questions are not silly questions. And that's our, our kind of opening gambit with any startup is don't be afraid to ask what you might think is a silly question or a beginner level question because as a business owner, you are at that beginner level, right? And that's no, no fault of anybody's. It's just the way the world is. My other advice to anyone that's setting up a business is to talk to someone in your industry that's been there and done that. I think the bit that the, the biggest difference, I think, since we set up our business, and I was in a much bigger business as a partner there before, is in that business, we were a big corporate and everyone else was the enemy. All our competition were the enemy. And as long as we were beating them, we were winning. And since I've been an independent, the amount of amazing conversations I've had with other people in my industry, some local, some not so local, but all of them willing to help, willing to, if I've got an issue with, you know, how does this work or how do you t tackle this? They've all been falling over themselves to help. And I think that's the small business in independent community 
is phenomenal and I would lean on that whatever business you're in there will be someone out there who's been they've been you know even last year they were in the same position as you they will help you especially if you're you know not directly competing with them but there's room for everybody right there's enough business and enough clients around there for everyone to play nicely lean on that kind of community support because it, it will come back and you know next year there'll be someone leaning on you thinking wow he's a big success let's go and talk to him so, yeah. so that would be my that's the conversations we have a lot with startups but it i i think i think that's i think that's really useful and and you're, and you're touching in into mentorship and the role mentors can play and and understanding your industry more you know i i there's a i think there's a, a helpful context here for anyone starting off and actually anyone who's an entrepreneur and a business owner at any stage in their business cycle and it's to think more about creating an experience uh, really steeped in service so reconnect with that big idea that game-changing idea of the business that you're bringing and just reconnect with that and 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 create the best service the best experience you can for your clients or your customers versus worrying about competition uh anything we can do to get our experience up for our clients and get our anxiety down is is a really good thing and and you know and i would say this as a coach wouldn't i but it's it's self-created we do create our experience and and therefore we have got rights about what that experience looks and feels like and to give us i get off the blocks quickly and think less about competition and more about the experience you're creating for people uh i, I think that's a, a much more liberating and, and actually effective way of leading Absolutely. And that applies both to customers, but also to your your kind of network, your position mm-hmm. in the community, mm-hmm. and also to when you get bigger to your team and, and the people that are working directly with you in your business, right? You need to create that amazing experience from start to finish, not just for customers, because too many people focus on that. They have this amazing customer journey. But if you're providing that with staff that hate working where you are, it's not going to, it's going to fall over down the line. So creating that whole well-rounded experience is key. And the best time to do that is right at the start. You can map it out. You may not have any or many customers, so you can, you can lavish more attention on each customer that you have, but also it's much easier to build all your systems, whether it's not just sort of customer facing onboarding and delivery, but also financing and marketing and all of that, build those systems out for the business you want in, 12 months time build that out for the business you know, now when you've got a very small nimble beast because two things will happen otherwise you'll get massively successful and have to change those systems and you're having to do that whilst you're being massively successful which is an absolute headache or you'll kind of think small stay small right if you don't have that ambition to get to that next level and the fact that you've got these systems in place and it's all ready to go is will help you along that way you're going to end up, you'll create the, you create the business that you kind of not deserve. That's not quite the right word, Mm -hmm. but if you aim small, you're going to end up small. Yeah. I, I, I agree. I think, I think there's a huge amount of wisdom in what you've said. And, you know, I think for me, what's come up listening to what you just said, there is intent. The word is intent. 
So if I start with an intention that I want to introduce systems and structures, um, culture, service that I think brings a balanced business that will help me run my business and also delight my clients, delight my customers. If I come with that intention from the start, I think that's really useful. Um, I'm not worried so much that the structures and systems will inevitably evolve, and of course they will. So it's okay not to know it at the start. And I think that was your point earlier in the conversation. It's okay. Some people immediately start beating themselves up and go, I should know this, I should, I should, I should, and get stuck and get limited and end up playing small. And and the bit on playing small I would touch with, because, you know, I used to hear the think big, reach for the, what was it, reach for the stars, you might hit, hit the moon and go, yeah, yeah. Um, the, the, the truth is, in my, in my experience, both myself, my own business, and, and, and working with, with my clients, is what that does do is really help you access a mindset that's all about co- is it quality? Um, I'm not even sure it's quality, but it really, it, it stretches you. You want to become better and better and better. And of course, you then become better and better and better. Your service is more valued because it's better. More people are talking about you. And and you do go to new levels um, without limiting yourself. So I think that um, what you said about... Um, aiming big rather than aiming small back to what I've seen about intention from the start if it's all about you being as good as you can be and providing the best quality service that will get you to the stars or at least the moon uh, rather than keeping you restricted and limited um, in, a, in a quite a small place which then becomes scary and, and everything else that goes with it so in many ways it's, it's liberating to think bigger from the start in many, many ways. Absolutely. It's a bit like I had a conversation with um, a really successful um, MD. Um, he was talking at a dinner we went to a little while back. Um, and they've gone from from literally brand new startup. Um, he was, him. He when he came to the UK, he's the UK MD of this business. It was him and one sales guy. He recruited the sales guy in a McDonald's. Right, they had no office, nothing like that. They're now employing four, five thousand people in the UK, market leader globally in this product that they do. And he said it's a bit like when you're building a skyscraper. Everyone looks at it now and sees the top of the skyscraper, and you see the shard wherever you are in London, you can see the top of it. But what you don't see for the first ten years when it's building, it's below the level of all the other skyscrapers, so you can't see it, and it's only it only becomes visible right at the end. So if people assume but it was always that big. Like people now know this business and everyone knows it because it's a global brand. People assume that it's, that's how it's always been because that's when they, that you, your first it sort of the first time it came on your radar, it was that big, but actually people don't see the 10 years where you're building up and you're surrounded by these industry skyscrapers and you can't see the light because you're not above them. And the effort is all put in there to build and build and build to get you to that point where you're suddenly visible. Oh, I love that. I love that. That that is very potent, and and people listening to this uh, that connect with what Max just said. It's it's so true. You know, um, you know, I use the word legacy a bit 
I'm learning all the time as well, but how, how you choose your relationship with time to start with and then how you use your time day in, day out, over a week, a month, a year, five years, 10 years is everything to what you create. And, and, and your example of that managing director, he has chosen to use his time day in, day out in a certain way and now it's uh, 4,000 employees, market leading, global leading, and suddenly people can see it. But that's been building over a period of, of years to do that. Now, of course, it doesn't need to be years, does it? Um, but, but how we choose to use our time is everything to what we end up creating. And that, that's a truth that's been missing a chunk of my life, if I'm honest. And, um, and now, fortunately, got it and using it. Absolutely. I think um, the, the trap, there's a trap for every small business owner and early stage business. And that's that you don't create yourself a business, you create yourself a job. Mm. A job, what's the, there's a, a well-known business coaching brand, not yours, that, that an acronym <laughs> for job is just over broke, right? Uh-huh. Just about getting a bust. And, and we're lucky, we don't work with many businesses like that. Most of our clients, I guess yours as well, are entrepreneurial minded, people that want to grow and want to build. There is, that's the, the first big hurdle, I think. Once you've got the product out there or the service out there and you've got it going and it's moving along, the big step is to take someone on, to take an employee on or mm-hmm. get, get it. It's not a business until it's earning money when you're not there. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, otherwise, it's, it's just a job. You've created yourself a job and it's a crap job for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. If it's just you, there's no sick leave, there's no holidays, there's no backup disaster plan the quicker you can get past the job phase of any new business and get it to being earning money on days when you're there. So you can do this, right? I'm recording a podcast. My business is working. My clients are being looked after by my team and I'm recording a podcast. That's the, that's the joy of having an actual business rather than having a job. And I think that's a, it's probably a separate podcast altogether for us to talk about, but Mm. that is the big hurdle. I guess if you look at it as a, as a hurdles race, right? We could plot this out. There's probably 10 major hurdles along the, to, to be cast as a winner, right? The first one is just getting going, right? Getting off the starting line, getting over the first hurdle, get going. Second one, absolutely, is people. The amount of anxiety around, can I afford to take someone on? Is it, what happens if they're rubbish? What happens if they'll pick the wrong person? All of that, that's the, the hardest hire you'll ever make is your first one. After that, improve the concept and off you go. Um, but it all, yeah, as soon as you go away from, if it's your business, it's your baby, right? So you know everything about it. You know exactly what you want to deliver. If you get someone else in, how do you know they're going to be exactly the same? Matt, going back to, you used the word getting started here. And I would say to anyone, get started, just get started. And if if you can get started with intention of um, bringing what you want to, to the world and focus on getting it better and better, soon enough you'll be in the space of having to employ more people, et cetera, et cetera. But that's okay. All of that's okay. And our contribution to business owners and entrepreneurs by this podcast, um, and clearly there's other podcasts and there's books and there's articles and, and there's information everywhere, I guess what we're trying to do here is is help people know, first of all, they're not alone. 
uh, know that right now in 2021, not or 2020 or nearly 2021, that there's a clearing for entrepreneurship and there's a clearing for a new diversity. And uh, I'm a rooting for you, you know, you're not alone. And and learning is is a huge part of this, you know. Be vulnerable, open up, and learn, and 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 make the difference. Um, and that's I guess the language we're going to get into a whole loads of stuff, you know, in in our podcast. But but we're here for you guys listening, and um, and we'll try and bring a balanced, inspiring, helpful um, set of audios. Absolutely. I think we'll recap in a second, but getting started is key. Like version mm-hmm. one mm-hmm. is always going to be better than version none. Correct. Right? That's the I'm trying not to do cliches and sound bites through this, but that <laughs> that's one that we, we talk about a lot with businesses because if you don't get started, then it's definitely gonna fail, right? It'll never go anywhere. If you get it going and get it rolling, you will improve. And it goes back to that skyscrapers. You look at those businesses. Uber and day one. Can you imagine being one of the first customers in an Uber? I know. I imagine that that, that whole journey would have been, pardon the pun, the whole journey would have been completely different mm-hmm. to now when you're you're out and about and you pick up the app and you've got a car within 30 seconds. So every business has been there. So if we recap then, what have, what have we covered? Because we're what, 25 minutes in, we're bang on time. What, what have we covered, Alan? What can we go back and give our helpful listeners? What can we, what can we help me help them? Do you know, first of all, Matt, I must say, and, and guys, sorry, this is about me and Matt, we've overcome the first limiting belief of our own in which, well, what what will we talk about? We always had a gut feel that we could um, talk and, and hopefully bring some useful content out there. And I think we've done that. But but yeah, I can't quite believe it's 26 minutes and 14 seconds and, and, and we're off. So Guys, we're off the blocks. We've got started. Uh, uh, watch this space. But but Definitely. What what have we covered off? I think get getting started. I think that's it. You know, getting started. A bit of the uh, what is it? The World War Two uh, poster with the the, the hand and, the, and comes right out of the wall and says, "Your country needs you." There is an element of that for me right now in this space we're in. Uh, there is a clearing. For entrepreneurs and for diversity and I think we've got into that and imagined a high street for example of independent businesses I think what we've also said guys is it's tough it can be tough and um but actually for me a lot of that toughness is actually self-created uh in in uh what in in what we are thinking and, and that is really, really true. And I think we've said that a bit of an antidote there is just to get dead clear on, on, on why we're doing what we're doing, the service we want to create, and then get better and better and better. Know that you're not the finishing article. Nobody ever is, especially not on day one. But go and learn. Get a mentor in the industry. Open yourself up. Buy books. Go on YouTube. Listen to our podcast. Whatever it is you need to do. But the better your service, and here's a truth, the more people will buy it. That is true. Uh, and, and Matt, what you were saying there is when you hit a certain level and you're starting to employ people, the same is true for your people that work for you. Get them to be the best team. This is leadership then kicking in. And you know, the better your product and services is, the better it is. 
put your energies into that. Um, and I, I know that agile kicks in, so you don't have the the. Every business plan is there for for debate as we go along. You're going to change a lot. You're going to evolve a lot, and that's okay. That's part of the fun. Can evoke scariness, but know that that's what we do. You know, and again, you learn and evolve. But it's this for me. I keep going back to it's this service your purpose. Put your energy into that. Absolutely. I think that's a cracking way to end this part of our podcast. For me, Matt, from Alan, thank you for listening. Thank you very much. Bye-bye.